Join the Wall Street Journal's Tech Live Cybersecurity on June 6, 2024, in New York City, to be at the forefront of shaping the future of cybersecurity and creating a more secure digital landscape. Use the discount code PODCAST to receive $200 off your registration fee. Visit wsj.com slash techcyberpodcast to learn more. Today on Watching Your Wealth, when do you need a prenup? This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Jeff Fishman is a financial advisor and owner of JSF Financial. Welcome back, Jeff. Thanks, Veronica. Great to be here. Great to have you. So, Jeff, when do we need a prenup? When should we consider one? So, there's a lot of different scenarios where a prenup could be something to be contemplated or not. Oftentimes, where there's a second marriage, we'll tell people to go ahead and consider it, especially if there's assets which are inherited from that or obviously uh, divided after a first marriage. Also, if there's a family business where someone has worked for a long time uh, or if it's a multi-generational family business, more than anything to protect the business uh, is another area where you often will see a prenup being something which should really be done just more than anything to protect the broader family. So these aren't just for celebrities or, or the super wealthy then? Exactly. It's, it's really situation by situation. And again, it could be as simple as someone who's been married, a spouse passed away, and still a couple young kids, and is trying to protect the kids in the event something were to go awry. So what's typically covered in a prenup? So it's pretty simple, Veronica. And again, oftentimes this will actually depend on your state because different states have different laws as it relates to family law. But in effect, what you're trying to say is what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. And then there's some kind of then support that would, ha- that would transpire or be in place in the event that the marriage would be dissolved. So you would sit there and say, I brought this to the marriage, you brought that to the marriage. That's our separate property. And then while we're married, and hopefully we're married, obviously, for as long as we live, uh, it could be just that whatever we earn is joint or that we're going to go ahead and we're going to support each other. We're going to put this much money into a community pot. But in the event of dissolution, this, it sort of provides a roadmap as to how the assets are to be divided or any support to be provided. Now, some people will say, Jeff, this sounds so businesslike. Where's the romance? And what if I bring up a prenup with my soon-to-be spouse and they say, what, you don't trust me? So, Veronica, we've had three specific experiences with clients where they started working on prenuptial agreements and they never made it to the actual wedding day. So So they broke up the engagement. Broke up the engagement. And it all stemmed from the prenuptial negotiation. Oh, my goodness. That almost sounds like an argument against prenups. (laughs) So there's definitely a good argument against it. At the same time, you take a step back and say, well, why did, you know, why did the marriage fall apart? Right, what happened? What, wrong? what happened, right? And were there ulterior motives that were called out? And one of those situations, it was a woman, again, with a second, it was a second marriage who had younger kids trying to protect her, her kids, and it was a guy that she'd been dating for about a year, year and a half, and he, in effect, just took off. And so I like to think in that situation that we actually were protecting her and the kids from an unsavory type of a character. Who knows? But the fact is, one thing I'll tell people often, 
is if you're going to go ahead and look to get a prenup done, do it way in advance of the wedding. Like how because, far in advance? Like a year? Yeah, far in advance. You don't want to be dealing with a prenup a few weeks before your wedding. If you do, it's usually an ominous sign. Oh, yeah. What, what are the other, you said you had some other incidences where it, it blew up the wedding, like it, the marriage didn't happen because of the prenup. What were some of the other situations? So, because basically each side ends up having to be represented by their own lawyer. And so what often, will, or at least sometimes will happen, is a situation where you'll, you'll have their individual lawyers who might end up becoming a little bit more zealous, they might be, become a little bit more protective, and all of a sudden they start arguing and they drag the parties into arguing, and it's almost like you're going into a divorce situation, oh, even though you're not married. And if there's not a meeting of the minds, it, be, it could become very perilous. What do you do if your parents are pushing you to get a prenup, but you don't want to get a prenup? So, practically, it all depends on how much assets they have that are potentially at stake or at risk. Because, let's face it, the parents can go ahead and say, we want you to get a prenup, or you need to have a prenup done, and then you can make a decision. You can say, I'm going to listen to them or not. But if they have significant assets where they look at you and say, if you don't have a prenup, we're going to have to change our estate plan, mm-hmm. that might be an incentive alone for someone to want to go ahead and actually have a prenup drafted. And I guess ideally, if it's true love, your soon-to-be spouse will understand? Or is that idealistic thinking? Yeah, I think I, 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 I would hope so. At the same time, I often see there's usually a, a big difference, Veronica, be, between a couple who are in their early, mid, late 20s just starting out together as opposed to couples who are significantly older and have already either amassed some wealth or who have careers, who have assets. Then it sort of becomes a different type of a, a conversation. I see. So... Have you ever seen a situation where a couple was happy about a prenup or it, it just went off without an argument? It was okay. So the only time I've seen a couple happy about a prenup is when the prenup was actually completed. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen a couple ever happy through the process. How long did these things take to complete? Is this like a month, you know, months-long uh, negotiation? So we had a client who spent over $100,000 on a prenuptial agreement. Oh, my goodness. Um, Yeah, it's hard to believe. So on the one hand, obviously, there's sizable assets at risk. On the other hand, I like to think that it's sort of a reminder to them that what a divorce would actually cost them would be exponentially even greater. So the fact that, you know, you went through this process to hopefully protect each of them at the same time reinforces the fact that you've got to be serious, that you really want to go down the path of this marriage because not only is it a personal commitment, but it's a huge financial commitment as well. So $100,000 sounds like a lot. Is there an average cost for a prenup, would you say, or some sort of ballpark? So I think, again, what you've got to remember is that each side has to go ahead and retain their own lawyer for a prenuptial agreement to typically be binding. So... Once you have two lawyers involved, then the question is, well, what are they haggling or arguing or discussing, right? What's at stake? And the, the more clear-cut it is, the simpler it will often be. But when all of a sudden it becomes more convoluted, it's like anything else. It will all of a sudden become, take a lot more time and, as a result, become more expensive.
And in the time, you said months, a year, or how long is this negotiation taking? Hey, I, I would hope that it would usually be concluded within a couple months at most. Okay. All right. So put on your seatbelts. It doesn't sound like it's an easy, it's an easy conversation. No, it's not, it's not easy. A lot of people, like you said, Veronica, believe it sort of casts aspersions on the, on the union and, and question someone's love and commitment. But there are certain circumstances where I think it's really necessary, and we've seen situations where people who have gone through bad marriages um, and where economically it's proven to be devastating for one party. So it's almost like a necessary evil. The only question is figuring out, okay, is my situation of the sort that really requires this kind of a uh, this kind of an agreement. Got you. And at the very least, you should probably get a financial advisor or a legal counsel to weigh in and, and see what they think about your situation, because maybe they'll see something that you're not seeing or vice versa. So um, this has been great, Jeff. Would you stick around and take our prenup quiz? I'm happy to. Great. Thanks. You stick around, too. Join the Wall Street Journal in New York City on June 6, 2024, for the inaugural Tech Live Cybersecurity to network and hear from leading cybersecurity experts across a variety of sectors on how to combat cybersecurity threats, mitigate crippling attacks, and safeguard privacy on the individual and organizational level. Use the discount code PODCAST to receive $200 off your registration fee. Visit wsj.com slash techcyberpodcast to learn more. Need to check in on Wall Street? Listen to Heard on the Street and stay one step ahead of the headlines only on WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. We're back with financial advisor Jeff Fishman, who's ready to take our prenup quiz, right, Jeff? I'm all ready to go. All right. What's the best prenup advice you ever heard? Try to agree on everything before you go and meet your lawyers so that, in effect, they're just going ahead and papering whatever your, your agreement is so that there's really very little to, 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 to really argue over. Oh, good call. Worst prenup advice you ever heard? To go hire the most expensive attorney in the city to represent you. <laughs> Fill in the blank. A prenup can buy... Security. Fill in the blank. A prenup can't buy. Happiness. If you won a million dollars after tax, what would you do with it after signing a prenup? Good question, Veronica. Um, You would probably go ahead and, if there's children involved, you'd probably go ahead and look to at least set aside a large chunk of it for your kid's college education. Good call. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. My pleasure. This has been great. Great to have you. And do you have a personal finance question you'd like us to answer? Email us at podcast at dowjones.com. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Become a subscriber on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and now look for us on the Google Play Music app on Android devices.